it's just finding your own path and finding your own groove and finding the things that help you feel good inside and help you sort of release the pressure valve that everybody in life experiences. If you're a person who's looking to have more purpose in your life, if you're saying to yourself, I don't want to just go to work, I want to do my life's work, this is the show. This is the show, don't keep your day job. How do you figure out how to take your passion and turn it into a profit? Life is too short not to wake up every day excited. You've got something that you've got to share with the world. I'm positive, that's why you're here. The show will not just give you inspiration, but some real life tools that you can start to take some real action week after week so that you can not just go to work and build someone else's dream. You can do the thing that you've always truly wanted to do. Make yourself the happiest version of you. My name is Kathy Heller. I'm so happy that you're here. 2018, this is gonna be your year. Thanks to Skillshare for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Skillshare is offering Don't Keep Your Day Job listeners a limited time offer of two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash dreamjob. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash dreamjob to get two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. Thanks to Filter Easy for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Filter Easy is a super convenient subscription service that makes it impossible to forget to change your air filters. Filters arrive at your front door when you need to change them. It's that simple. Get your first order free by visiting filtereasy.com or calling 1-855-910-EASY. Make sure you use our offer code DREAMJOB. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. How you guys been doing? It was super hot in LA last week. We had a big heat wave. I hope you guys are having a great summer and staying cool and doing things that just make you feel happy. I was with my friend the other day and she said, it's so simple. She said, I think in life we should do more of the things that make us happy and less of the things that don't. I'm like, yes. I think Martha Beck said that on this podcast. I hope you guys are carving out some time this summer to do things that make you happy. And you should be doing that in every season, not just in the summer. Um, so to be honest, my week last week, it wasn't just the heat. There was some other stuff going on that it just wasn't my favorite week. I, I just had some rough moments and I thought it was good timing to have our guest on today because she is all about helping people free themselves from this sadness, from this heaviness, from this anxiety, from negative stuff that we tend to all carry around too often. Like I... I've observed so often in my life, myself and so many people around me, where there's just unnecessary amounts of suffering. Like, I get it. Pain is inevitable. Like, we're gonna, you know, deal with stuff. There's gonna be stress. But suffering, the amount of suffering that so often happens, it just seems so unnecessary. And I feel like usually it's just because we don't have great tools to really like confront it and make a space for it and let it go. It's sort of like, you know, if if you're feeling something, but you're not dealing with it, it's still going on in the background. It's still happening in the systems processor, right? It's just not necessarily on the screen, but it is going on inside the system. And so then it comes out in various ways. Either you overreact to something or you just feel like, huh, having a hard time breathing lately, or you're just super, you know, stressed and you're not really sure why. So my guest today is someone who I firsthand have experienced as such an incredible healer. And she's not only someone who I've gotten to take classes from, but she's also someone who's built an incredible business doing several things that she loves and really being in alignment with who she is and what she wants to put into this world. And I I want to continue to bring you guys all different kinds of guests. I want you to see, sure, you know, we have famous people on the show like Jenna Fisher and Mandy Moore and Jonathan Adler, and you've seen people who've made a billion dollars having made lipstick. But I also want you to see people who've made just a great living doing things that they love, whether they have their own bakery or they're making a few hundred thousand dollars doing something that they love, like that is an incredible feat. And I want people to know, like it's not Beyonce or bust. There's so much in between, you know, where you are and Michael Jordan or where you are and being Martha Stewart. And so I want to bring different people on who can share with you their experience being fulfilled, finding work that they love doing because it's not about dollars. It's about you just doing you. It's you being in alignment, doing the stuff that makes you happy. 
So my guest today, her name is Lily Petit. She is a professional organizer. She's an intuitive healer. She does breath work. She's a coach. I've actually gone to some of her breathwork classes in LA and I can totally vouch for her. Those classes have been a major game changer for me. I literally like can't even put into words. I've gone to therapy since I'm like 15 and what I get from one of her classes, it's like an hour and it's equal to like years of talk therapy. Like I just walk out feeling more at peace. I feel this relief. I often have like epiphanies like while I'm in the class. So I get this like new level of clarity about what I really want and who I really am and who I want to be. It's amazing how there's so much power in just breathing. And we're going to talk a little bit about how that works. But the other amazing thing that has happened in her life is that she runs her own successful business. It's called Clutter Healing, where she basically goes into people's homes and she helps them identify and recognize emotional attachments to their belongings, and she guides them on the path towards releasing and removing items from their cluttered places and making their houses just more beautiful and just feeling better in their space. And by the end of the process, her clients, they establish a sense of like calm and this newfound clarity and like a higher sense of consciousness in their emotional and physical space. We haven't really had a guest in this realm of breathwork or decluttering before. So I'm really excited to introduce you to her. And even if you're thinking, seriously, Kath, breathing and cleaning my house, that's not going to solve my problems. I just want you to be open to the possibilities out there because maybe this really can help. Or even if you don't try it and it's not your thing, I think it's just cool for you to be open to hearing about how another human being found this thing that's very out of the box that she loved and she felt really was a way for her to contribute to the world. And she's able to make a living doing what she loves. And I think that that in of itself is super inspiring. So let's welcome the lovely and truly remarkable Lily Petit. Lily, thank you so much for joining us today. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. You know, often we have people on this show who they're authors, they make beautiful things, but I don't always have the luxury, the privilege, the honor of like spending time in that person's space. And I have gotten to take your class, your breathwork class. And honestly, I've talked about it on this show already. I have spoken to every friend, family member about it. It's so powerful. So why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you and how you even got into that? Sure. So, I mean, I wouldn't consider myself to be (laughs) an enlightened one or a guru or anything of that nature whatsoever. I was just a girl who struggled with depression from the time I was about 13 and the hormones started to come into my body, you know, in a big way. And I struggled for a long time. I was on and off antidepressants and I wasn't able to connect the dots of what or why that was for me the way that it was until much later in my life. So I found breathwork through a dear friend of mine who at the time was going through remission. Um, And a friend of hers actually said, oh, hey, I'm going to this retreat in New Mexico with my teacher, David Elliott. He teaches this breathwork thing I've been doing for a while. I think you would really like it. So she said to me, hey, I'm going to go to this retreat for New Year's Eve. And I didn't even look on his website. I didn't know anything about David Elliott. I just went on southwest.com. I bought a plane ticket to Albuquerque, New Mexico. And then I went on David's website, bought the ticket to the retreat, and pretty much never looked back. Hmm. And at that same time was when I decided to leave a very consistent and safe wardrobe styling career and start my own business the clutter healing business. And so this is how it's all interrelated. Um, wow. So what happened to you on that retreat that was <laughs> the beginning of something new? I found myself in a room with about 50 other people and almost everyone there had done the practice before, except for me and maybe two other people. And this woman next to me turned to me and said, okay, this is how you do it. And she said, you inhale one inhale into your low belly, then one inhale into your high chest, and then you're going to exhale out. And many times in my life, I mean, I've done yoga since I was very young. I've been on different women's transformational leadership workshop kinds of things. I mean, at this point in my life, I've done everything. I've seen shamans. I've done crystal therapy. I've done all the things that you could potentially ever do to try to feel good. So 
I laid down on the floor with these 50 other human beings and did this breathwork thing. And I'd heard so many times in yoga classes, you know, just let your heart open. And I can honestly say at that point in my life, I never understood what anyone was talking about in these yoga classes. I I had never experienced that in my life. And when I did the breathing for the first time, it was as if every single mean, horrible thing that I'd ever said or done to myself had just this huge wave of forgiveness came over me. And it was as if for the first time I saw who I really was instead of what the depression was telling me that I was or that Mm. other people had told me I was or that I made up in my mind that I was. And I did see so clearly the connection between the things I had been holding onto from my past that had been holding me down and holding me back from really finding my purpose and really living with passion and happiness and vitality. And then... I just kept doing it for the next year. I went to every breathwork class that I could find by teachers that were trained by my teacher. And I pretty much cried for the entire first year (laughs) in every single class because it gave me access to grief that I didn't even know I was holding in my physical body. Wow, this is so major. And for someone who's never done it, which I imagine a lot of this audience might not have, How can you explain why this is happening? Like, what's the experience like? Why is it different than a yoga class? What happens? What kind of breathing? How are you relating to your breath? How could you explain that experience for someone who's never been inside a breathwork class? Sure. So this particular style is all done through an open mouth. A lot of times in yoga classes, you're doing the ujjayi breath, which is all through the nose. So when we breathe through our mouths, we're much more connected with the lower chakras of the body. So if you're not familiar with what chakras are, they're just energy centers in the body. There's seven of them. They start at the base of the spine and they run all the way up through the crown of the head or the top of the head. But the lower base chakras, the one and two at the base of the spine, and then the point right below the belly button, those are the places where we connect to feeling supported, feeling vitality, feeling our creativity. This is also where our digestive system is. So this is how we digest not only our food, but also our emotions. So Breathing through the mouth connects us much more deeply to those lower parts of the body. Whereas when you do practices like yoga or other types of breath work, breathing through the nose is much more about connecting up. So when you're breathing in this way, you're starting to unlock and release a lot of the stuck emotions and energy that tend to get stored down in that low belly area. To get into the scientific aspects of it, you're basically oxygenating the bloodstream by taking in these two very large breaths right? The breath starts to stimulate the the glands, specifically the hypothalamus gland. And then the hypothalamus gland starts to dump the really yummy endorphins into the body, which then physiological things might start to happen like the tingling in the extremities, or you might start to feel, you know, a little bit of tightness or numbness around the mouth or the hands. So it feels really good in your physical body. Your mind has now something to focus on by just focusing on the breathing. The breath is really amazing for people that have, you know, a very overactive mind because it Mm -hmm. gives you something to hold on to and something Mm -hmm. to sort of even count, if you will. And what happens when we start to open up the nervous system in this way is we allow the space to then tap into the emotions that most of us in the Western world are stuffing down, right? By being busy, by being workaholics, by drinking, by, you know, you name it, whatever the isms are that we're using to check out and not Mm -hmm. be in our body. So for many people doing this particular kind of practice, it's the first time that they're actually in their body. And then in that safe space, they feel really safe and able to access it and let it go. So it is an emotional release exercise. It is very much a meditation. It is also very similar to exercising. And then similar to a yoga class, you get this really beautiful resting phase at the end where you just get to lie in silence. So I believe in what I've experienced in my own practice is that, you know, you're moving physically this energy in a very 
active way, which then allows the space to be created once you get into that resting phase, right? Because then you can actually, the intuition starts to kick in. You'll actually hear messages. You might feel things in your body for the first time that you've never felt before. Sometimes it's the first time that someone actually feels seen and heard, that they actually feel like someone, another human being is seeing them and feeling them and hearing them. And that is the number one human desire. We want to feel connected to something. And that's what I believe this practice offers. It's that constantly coming back into ourselves to remembering who we are, but then also having a practitioner holding the space for that to happen and allow it to come through. So let's talk about like, the things that you do say and what your intention is like when you're leading a class like what is it that you want to get across like what are those things that you feel like those are the things that help me to you know be in a better space i always have the intention i'm always holding the intention that i say things that help people feel supported that they know that they're never alone, that they know they have everything inside of themselves to move past whatever the things are that their mind is telling them that they can't do. You know, in my own life, struggling with depression and perfectionism and comparing in my, you know, comparing myself to everyone else and thinking, oh, I'm not good enough or, you know, whatever the story is that I have struggled with. I know that it's inside everyone else to some degree. Yeah. So I'm always looking to say things that make people feel really nurtured and make them feel extremely supported and have them know that it's okay to be really vulnerable (laughs) and to cry in front of me and that there's no judgment going on in that room and just giving them permission. I mean, more than anything else, to laugh, to cry, to scream, to just be human. I always want to say things that just say, hey, we're all human. We're all in this together. You and I have so much in common, even though it's really easy for us to each individually think, you know, oh, my problems are worse than anybody else's problems, or I have it so bad, you know, so I'm always looking to say the things that make people hopefully tap into their own self-love and their own healing and the deeper connection of the the lineage of teaching that David, my teacher, teaches, which is all about tapping into universal energy flow, which is a source of energy available to all of us at all times. So we don't have to walk around being tired, exhausted, taking on everybody else's stuff. In this practice, I always want people also to understand how to separate their energy from someone else's energy. And that is a key component, I think, to just having a healthy life of being able to say, oh, I'm feeling weird. Is that my energy or is that your energy? I think that might be your energy and it's not something that I need to process or take on. Wow, that's huge. So before we go on, let's just say a quick thanks to one of our sponsors. So Skillshare is an online learning platform with over 20,000 classes in business, marketing, entrepreneurship, technology, and more. Whether you're trying to deepen your professional skill set, start a side hustle, or build your own business, Skillshare will keep you learning in 2018 and beyond. Skillshare is so cool. I recently took a class in hand lettering and another class in building habits. It honestly feels so good just to learn new things. Like I love to stay curious and you guys are going to find there's so many tools there that you can add to your skill set, so many things that you might need. Like Skillshare has classes in Instagram growth, digital illustration, photography, you name it, they have it. So whether you're trying to deepen your professional skill set or start a side hustle, or you just want to explore a new passion, Skillshare is there to keep you learning and thriving. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's right. Skillshare is offering Don't Keep Your Day Job listeners two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash dream job. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash dream job to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash dream job. One thing that happens for me in this breathwork experience in your class is that I do feel everything that you just said. I feel connected to grief that I've been holding on to that I didn't even know was there. I feel really good. So, you know, I do feel this feeling of like endorphins, something's happening. And then I also do feel 
um, much more connected with like who I really am, like you were saying, and not this like whatever my mind is doing, whatever suffering, whatever tape is sort of been playing and playing and I sort of this loop, I really do feel sort of like I connect with this bigger peace, this wholeness, and I feel this clarity and like, and then I walk out of the class and I'm like, oh, I want to hold on to this feeling. I want to hold on to this clarity. I want to hold on to identifying with this bigger self and not with this like small cage tense person that's in, stuck in my mind. How do you hold on to that? Like, how do you make it last longer than the breathwork class? Just keep breathing. Yeah. I mean, truly, I mean, if you want to expand that feeling that you have probably in the resting phase, where I say that's where we tap into our intuition, to our inner truth, to our highest truth, to who we really are. That's why I often ask that question that my teacher often asks at the end of the breath work is, you know, who, who are you? And that answer comes through very clear, generally at that resting phase because you are so clear, you're totally emptied out of all the drama, the BS, the stories, and you can hear so clearly who you really are and what your heart's true desires are. And the more you continue to do the practice and just create a little space for yourself, you know, even if it's only five minutes, you'd be surprised how much easier it is to connect back into that feeling. Yeah. And there's sort of like a muscle memory and there's like a, Mm -hmm. at least you know where you're trying to get to. So it's like easier than just sort of like walking through like a dark tunnel and bumping into walls. I, I find it fascinating that it's something so simple. Like on the other side of breathing, you can be free of Mm -hmm. so much suffering like how can that be so not complicated and yet do something so sophisticated the breath is one of the most powerful tools we have in our body that's free it's accessible to you at any time as long as you have the discipline to do the practice on a regular basis you don't really need much else I mean yes you need connection with family and friends and yes you need to eat healthy food and yes you need to take care of yourself in other ways by exercising and what have you but Really, this consistent practice of breathing and clearing out the mind, I mean, it's been a game changer for me. It's its literally changed my life on every level, but it is so simple. I think that we're often as humans overcomplicating where healing and where freedom can come from. And I think that the human body is fascinating. It does so many things for us automatically. It's so intelligent. So why wouldn't we be given a tool to help us process our emotions and process, you know, our aches and pains through something as simple as the breath? It's amazing. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I want to talk about the other thing that you said a few minutes ago, which is that when you went to this retreat on New Year's, it's also the reason why you decided to leave the fashion world and stylist world and start your own Mm -hmm. business. And you do do a couple things. One is you facilitate breathwork classes and teach that. And then you also have a business called Clutter Healing where you are organizing people's homes, but in like a very holistic way. And you're doing really, really well. And your Instagram is so gorgeous and (laughs) chock full of like awesome content. So let's talk about how that was born and how it's gotten to be what it is and what you do and all of that. It was born out of my own suffering, if I'm going to be totally honest with you. One of my many isms was an eating disorder. I'd struggled with that from the time I was about eight years old. So being attracted to fashion initially, it was for all the wrong reasons. And the more I got into the industry and I started to see how women's bodies were just treated as objects and it did nothing for my self-esteem because I was constantly carrying around an extra 20 to 25 pounds in my own, you know, self-loathing and shame. And I just started, the more I started breathing, I realized this is not the place for me anymore. I'm not helping change humans' lives. I'm actually fostering and supporting an industry that is not in alignment with where I am in my life anymore. Mm-hmm. 
So through a series of events, the person that I was working for for a really long time actually ended up letting me go. I was devastated. And then a friend of mine said, well, but why don't you just organize all the time? That was the thing that you really enjoyed about the styling the most, which it was. I loved <laughs> organizing all the That's racks of clothes on these huge sound stages and, you know, put me in a motorhome with a room full of clothes and let me do my thing. You know, that was what I loved doing. And I loved returning all the clothes and matching up all the receipts and going to the costume houses and dropping everything off and organizing it perfectly before it went there. So one thing led to another. I started doing closet organizing for a few um, wardrobe styling clients. And then I realized really in my heart, I've always been an entrepreneur. I've never really been great at working for a boss. Uh I liked having my independence and my freedom. I mean, I did everything in the beginning. I valeted cars. I worked for a friend of mine as his assistant in a real estate office all while building my business. I still did some styling jobs here and there, but I did every little odd job that I could possibly do while I was building this business. And it's just really been well received and taken off in a totally different way than I would have ever imagined. Oh, I mean, it's amazing. You were like super successful. And (laughs) I mean, it's, I can see that it's just climbing every single day. I can see that you will be writing a book and doing lots of speaking. And it's also the way that you branded through intention, the way that you hold space for your work, even like calling it clutter healing and the way that you follow through with that, like every post, everything you're doing is really intentionally about creating a space that really makes you feel whole and it's healing. And tell us about that and what you do for people and and also just sort of like what your day to day is, like how busy it is and sort of what is the work really about? The work is really about showing my clients and showing the people that come to me who are asking for the support, what I like to call the clutter connection. You know, nobody has a clutter problem or is disorganized who doesn't have a spiritual malady of some form, whether it's big or small, or it's shoved away in that junk drawer. It's there. There's something that you're ignoring or there's something that you're giving a higher level of importance than to address the clutter issues. Um, The way that I describe people who say, I'm so disorganized, I'm so disorganized, and they're running late and they can't find their keys and da, da, da. You're using that as a distraction because you've probably become extremely comfortable with being in this heightened state of craziness all the time, that it keeps you from doing the things or it gives you an excuse of why you're not showing up for the things that you really want to do, such as spending time with your family or having people over. Like my house is too messy. I can't have people over or, you know, I can't have a birthday party at my house for my child because it's too messy or too disorder. You know, there's all these things that we sort of set up these barriers and these walls of why we can't have something or why something can't change because of our disorganization or because of our clutter. So my intention is to always be educating and showing people it can be different and it's all related. So the way that you treat your home and every single item that you bring into your home, there's an energy connected to that, how it was purchased, where it was made. Did you buy it because you were trying to fulfill an emotional need or does it because it's something that you actually need? Like, where is this coming from? Like, where's the root? Where's the tap root of this bigger thing that you've now found yourself in? So this is really confronting for people probably. Yeah. And usually when people call me, they're very ready, right? They've tried to do it themselves. They've, you know, they're struggling with, I don't know what to buy at the container store. I'm so overwhelmed. Um, and it's very confronting. It's it's extremely vulnerable. I commend people. That's the first thing I say when they get me on the phone is like, I just want to say how much I honor you picking up the phone and asking for support. Because it's a big deal to admit that you have a quote unquote problem. It's not one that can't be overcome, but there is a relearning in how you're living your life, how you're shopping, what you're consuming, how you're consuming yeah. it. I feel like so often whenever I have to like, move or I just want to tackle like a closet or a drawer that's just kind of become like a mess 
it's just so overwhelming to even think about opening it and I have to look through it and it's like there's scotch tape but then there's like this receipt and then there's also like a book someone gave me and then there's like you know this keychain and I'm like ah like it just feels so heavy and it's like ridiculous because when you think about it it's like what's scary about opening up a drawer or going through a closet but I know how often people just like they just have that room or that closet that just becomes filled with clutter and it's sort of like this unconscious maze and it's so hard to like look through it what is that Mm -hmm. oh Mm I mean, I think for most people, it's perfectionism, right? So they don't want to even start it because they don't know how to do it. And then they're not going to do it if they're not going to do it right or perfectly. So that comes up a lot. That's a big theme that I see with a lot of people's. I don't even want to look in there because I don't even know how to do it. And I'm not going to do it unless I can do it the right way. So I offer to people, you know, well, this is how we're going to do it. We're just going to do it one bite at a time. It's not maybe going to get all done in one day and look like a magazine cover, but it is something that will definitely need your energy and attention because all the energy and attention that you've been wasting by not giving it, because it's in your subconscious, right? You're thinking about that drawer. Yeah. You're thinking about it. Oh, I should do that thing, but I really don't want to because I'm, I'm not in the mood or, you know, I mean, there's a lot of energy being sucked away from your day-to-day yeah, living, sure. whether you're conscious of it or not. Right, right. And it is very overwhelming for people. And a lot of people, it's just not fun for them. This is not a project that they want to yeah. even do because it's not their thing, yep. which, you know, there are many things that I am just not interested in doing. And so I don't do them. And I hire people to help support me in those ways that I need support because I'm just either not good at them or I know that that's not where my energy is best spent. Yep. So I'm just thinking for people who are listening right now who want to do like one small thing that's like bite size to maybe Mm -hmm. make their lives more in alignment with who they are or more productive since people listening to the show are hoping to find more purpose, more fulfillment in their work. What's one thing maybe that we could like bite off in our home that might facilitate that more? Is it like, should we clear out like one little corner? Should there be like a desk? Should we just put some sage in our house? Is there like a candle? Oh, there's so many good ones I could think of. <laughs> it's hard to you choose can rattle just off one. A few. I always recommend if you can, and if you do have the space, if there is a way for you to keep one drawer or one closet just completely empty. Why? That's interesting. It invites a lot of space for something new to come into your life. So if you are wanting to have a child or you're wanting to have a relationship, a sacred partner, um, even a new business project or, you know, something that you've been wanting to create a book, whatever it is, the more space you have physical space you have in your life without having every single nook and cranny filled to the brim, it changes the energy in your home. So just thinking a drawer, a cabinet, a closet. I've done this time and time again with people, especially people who are looking for sacred partnership or calling in a partner. It works every time. (laughs) That's really cool. Um, I want to talk about this from sort of more like business, like strategy, Mm -hmm. tactical, because you have built a very nice, thriving business that's not just successful but it's 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 adding so much value to the world and if you were gonna sit down with someone who really wants to do their thing and be successful how would you look back maybe at what you've done so far in your business and and maybe pull out like okay these are a few things that I do think really matter in creating a solid successful business first and foremost know what you want I mean, get very, very clear about what it is that you want. You know, it's one thing to say, I want a successful business. It's another thing to say, I want to be a conscious professional organizer who is educating people about their shopping behaviors and helping them overcome, you know, anxiety, depression, fear. I mean, I just want it to be when I hear what you want as a, as your business to be, I want it to be so crystal clear that I see it right in front of me because in my world and how I operate, 
I see so clearly, you know, when I've made vision boards in the past or when I've written intentions, the more specific and the more clear I am with what I want, the easier it is for me to say yes to opportunities that get me closer to that goal and say no to opportunities that push me further away from that goal. Mm -hmm. So when I'm making choices and what I'm going to participate in, in my business and how, and the information that I'm going to put out there on a blog post or Instagram post or whatever, I'm constantly coming back to that main intention of what I hold for my business. I don't do these things all alone. I, I was a one-man show for a really, really long time. You know, I put in the hard work in the trenches and I did everything. I was the bookkeeper. I was the shopper. I was the organizer. I was the breathwork facilitator. I was the tax doer. I mean, I've done every, I've worn every hat in my business that you could possibly ever wear and then mm-hmm. some. Wow. And I got really smart this year. I've always had people helping me. Um, here and there on a part-time basis. But this year, I just said, okay, I'm ready to really up-level. I want a full-time administrative assistant. These are all the qualities that this person is going to have. And I put an ad on Craigslist and I got her. And she has even more of the qualities that I would have even thought of. You know, she had more connection to conscious brands she, she knows everything about backends of websites. I mean, so to grow your business and to grow yourself, you cannot do it by yourself. You do need support. You need someone to help keep you organized. You need someone to take the things off of your plate so that you can really thrive in your zone of genius. I'm really amazing at coming up with the ideas and tapping into what it is I want to share, how I want to share it, what I want it to look like, but I need someone to help me execute it. I can't do it all by myself. Right. That makes sense. All right. I got a few more things I want to get to, but first an ad break. So if you're like me, changing your air filters is not your number one priority, but you can outsmart your everyday chore list by signing up for Filter Easy. So Filter Easy is a super convenient subscription service that makes it impossible to forget to change your AC filters. Filters arrive at your front door when you need to change them. It's that simple. You can sign up in under five minutes on your computer or mobile phone. All you need to know is how many air filters your home needs and your filter size. I loved it because this is like the last thing that I know that I'm going to get around to. And I have three little kids and my middle daughter has asthma. So it is important that we have clean air, but it's definitely not something that is going to come to mind and I'm not going to make it a priority. So I'm glad that I just have this built in. I think about it once and then it's done. I don't know if you know this, but it's recommended that you change your home air filters every one to three months. Most homeowners and renters generally don't know how often to change their home air filters. But with Filter Easy, you don't have to remember to change your air filters because they do the remembering for you. When it's time to change them, they'll be at your doorstep. Filter Easy is a convenient subscription service for something you need. It's super practical and a no-brainer solution. That's why I subscribe to Filter Easy. And for listeners of this program, you can receive your first order free by visiting FilterEasy.com or by calling one 910 easy or 1-855-910-3279 and make sure to use our offer code DREAMJOB. Sign up today at filtereasy.com to get your first order free. That's filtereasy.com or call 1-855-910-EASY. Make sure you use our offer code DREAMJOB. How do you feel like you have grown your clients? Like how, how has your business been growing? How do people find you? What do you do to sort of, do you do outreach? How, how are you building your business? A lot of it is very organic. A lot of it is referral-based because having a professional organizer in your home is very similar to hiring a therapist, a trainer, a doctor. You know, it's somebody who's going to be in your underwear drawer, literally. So I'm going to see every single aspect of your life, what you put in your smoothies, what pajamas you wear, what deodorant you're using. You know, if I'm in your space, it has to be someone that you know, you're probably going to get as a referral from a friend or from someone who's, you know, heard about you. So that's a big part of my business and how people find me is through referrals. However, this year, because the organizing industry is growing at such a rapid pace, and there are so many new organizers, especially in Los Angeles, I did go ahead and opt for some search engine marketing optimization programs through Mm -hmm. a person that I actually met at the meditation studio. It's his business. So cool. It's been working really well. I mean, the return on investment is worth every single penny. Um, So that's something that I would highly recommend to any business owner who's trying to get seen. 
So search engine optimization is basically about putting these keywords in your website, in the back end, but also in the copy that people are reading when they come mm-hmm. to your site to help your business be seen higher in the Google rankings. So if somebody's yep. hopping onto Google and putting in professional organizer Los Angeles, my site is probably going to jump up higher in the feed than someone else's who isn't doing this very targeted campaign mm-hmm. that's happening in the background. And how um, have you been, I mean, you've grown a pretty decent Instagram following and mm-hmm. how do you feel like that happened? I've done a couple of group coaching programs last year and I'm in another one this year. I also have a very dear friend who is like the Instagram marketing genius who has helped <laughs> me a lot. <laughs> um, it would not be fair to say that I've, you know, just figured all of these things out on my own by, you know, watching webinars and and I have done some of that. I have gone to, you know, some successful business coaches, you know, YouTubes and websites and I've watched tutorials and I've taken the advice of how to get better engagement and what to do and I did a lot of giveaways in the beginning of getting on Instagram. That was a really Mm -hmm. popular way to gain followers in the beginning. I've become much more strategic in who I will partner with and why in doing giveaways. In the beginning, Mm -hmm. it was kind of like, oh, hey, you want to partner with me? Great, let's do it. Now I'm all about using those opportunities as another way to educate, to expose people to brands, conscious brands that they maybe not might not know of otherwise. So giveaways are a big way I grew my Instagram. I also have a really supportive community within the professional organizing industry. And we're Mm -hmm. really great about engaging on each other's pages. Um, We just support each other a lot in that way, which I find so comforting. That's really nice. That's really like walking the walk, like to really be that generous where it really counts. Yeah. And, you know, and also just it's on every newsletter I send out. Follow me here. It's a lot of times on my someone's finding me on Instagram, I'm putting things in the stories about, you know, swipe up to get on my breathwork list or swipe up to get on my email list. It's just constantly nurturing an audience that is craving what it is that I'm teaching. Yeah. How are you even handling all the work that comes in? Part of it is, you know, through having a full-time administrative assistant is hugely helpful. But as far as the in-house organizing, um, I have two people that work with me pretty much full-time. And Mm -hmm. then I have about four other people that are um, independent contractors that will come on as the jobs come in. So if I need to call a couple other people to come in, like next, the next two weeks are a little crazy because I'm taking two weeks off in June just to sort of prepare for a house remodel and to set up my nursery and all that stuff. So I'll have in the next two weeks, I'll have a total of seven jobs all happening simultaneously. And then I'll just manage them all. You know, I'll go to all the job sites and I'll manage and help pick up product and all of those things. But I'm not necessarily going to be the person that's doing the beautiful file folding that you see on my Instagram pages. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of talent in Los Angeles, I will say. And I'm very, very lucky to have some of the best organizers in LA working with me on site. How long, because you said that initially, like you worked for a friend at a real estate firm and you were having other jobs, like how long do you feel like it took until you were able to support yourself full time with your organizing business? It took about three years. It was about two and a half, three years. And there were definitely a few times I had to call my mom and say, hey, can you cover my rent? You know, I'm going to be you know, really honest yeah. about yeah. that. It, it was not easy and it was very humbling, especially starting something in my late 20s and you know, I just believed so deeply in what it was. And I knew in my heart of hearts that it would become something very successful. And I do see myself as an author. I do see myself as a public speaker and just continuing to just educate and let people know that it can be different. And I think that the two things are so interconnected. Like there's no difference really between the mental clutter or the emotional clutter that right. goes on in our physical bodies. Right. One's just like the outer, the outer manifestation of the inner stuff. Right. So we have a cluttered house. It's definitely weighing on us emotionally, you know, physically even. You can have aches and pains in your body. And then I'll do a big decluttering session with a client. And the first thing generally out of their mouth is, you're like a breath of fresh air. Wow, <laughs> that's interesting. And you're like, yes, yes, you're, you're there. You're getting it. 
Um, So let me ask you, like for people who are listening right now and they're probably feeling lots of things like that's super inspiring. She started an amazing business. Oh my gosh, she's making a full-time living doing stuff that sounds like it's really what she loves. They're inspired, but it's also overwhelming, right? Because they're like, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to, you know, overcome this? Like, what do you want to say to people about what's possible for them or about their own suffering? Like what message do you want to leave them with? That no suffering is impossible to overcome. And I know that it might seem like you're all alone or you're the only one and no one understands and that you'll never have, you know, what this person has or what that person has and that's just not for you or your your problems are too much, I'm too much, I'm too emotional, whatever the story is. I basically am the most stubborn person <laughs> and I, you know, I, I just know from my own life experience that if I can learn to live in this healthier, free way of being, that you can too. It's just finding your own path and finding your own groove and finding the things that help you feel good inside and help you sort of release or relieve the pressure valve that everybody in life experiences. At some point, we all become too full of emotion, of you know, mental overwhelm, of physical overwhelm. And there is a thing for you out there that will help you come more back into balance, back into harmony. Maybe it's breath work. I don't know. Maybe it's running. Maybe it's, you know, but there's got to be a thing in your life that helps you discharge energy that helps bring you back into equanimity and back into balance. That's so beautiful. A friend of mine recently said to me that in the morning she has a practice where she stares at a candle for like 12 minutes just to sort of like clear her mind and she says that um, sometimes it's harder than other days but what she walks away from every single morning is this awareness that whatever suffering whatever stuff she is going to be bringing into that day it's from her mind like it's her stuff and so what it does is it allows her to then at least be aware that it doesn't necessarily have to captain the ship and that it might be coming from thoughts. And just because you think things doesn't mean that they're true. Like your thoughts are very persuasive. But um, I love what you're saying that th- this is very universal. It's really normal. Everybody gets to a place where they feel full, like you said. And that, and that it's really hopeful that there will be something that helps you get unstuck. And the more consistently you do whatever that thing is, the more relief you're going to feel, the more joy you're going to experience in your daily life. It doesn't, you know, it's like when someone says, I want to lose weight, I want to get healthy. You don't go to the gym one time and eat a salad for dinner. I mean, you're lit, you've got to go, you know, you're working out consistently, you're eating a healthy diet, and then the weight will start to fall off over time. But it's something just like any other practice that brings health and wellness into your life. The more consistently you do it, the more you're going to stay in that balance, you know, that state of harmony and balance. Yeah. Is there anything you recommend um, that people read? Is there anything that you're offering sort of like that's location independent that might be like online or something that people can, anything people can watch, anything people can participate in that you might be doing soon that people can try this? So, I mean, I highly recommend my teacher's book. So David Elliott's book, it's called Healing. Um, I just, his principles and his teachings have definitely changed my life in a number of ways. I'm personally working on launching an online program, which will launch in September. So it'll be a really great way for people to, you know, do the work that I do in their homes and their own, you know, amazing, amazing. I'm also going to start offering virtual breathwork classes. So you can breathe from the comfort of your own home. You don't have to live in Los Angeles. You can just tune in through a website link and breathe in the comfort of your own home. And there is a free, on my website, there's a resource guide, learning, I forget what the exact name of it is. It's something to the effect of, you know, organizing the clutter healing way. So that's a free download to you if you want to get sort of a sense of where to begin my recommended process, step-by-step guide of how to organize a space. That's free and available to you. 
And every day there's new content on Instagram, so you can always see what I'm up to there. Uh, Clutterhealing.com is my website, and the Instagram handle is clutterhealing. Amazing. Thank you for sharing all of this. This was so... (laughs) like cleansing and sweet to listen to you. You are an incredible soul. You're doing so many amazing things and the the ripple effects of that are just really huge. You know, there's certain people who they've done the work. So just being around them makes you feel more rooted and okay. So thanks for doing all that. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's an honor to share what I do with more people and just to hopefully have everybody vibrating higher, right? (laughs) Yes. Amen to that. Thank you so much, Lily. Thank you. I could honestly listen to Lily talk all day. She's got so much wisdom and the way she talks and the way she puts it all together, it just puts me at ease. I hope you guys felt that and I encourage you to go check her out on Instagram. Her Instagram page is beautiful. She also has videos up and if you're in LA, I highly, highly recommend that you go take her class at Unplug in Santa Monica. And by the way, Unplug has all these incredible different meditation classes and sound bath classes and breathwork classes. Great resource. And I'm sure if you look into it, there's probably places like that in your city if you're not in LA. Anyway, let's go through some of the takeaways. Number one, the number one human desire is connection. We all need to feel seen and heard. Number two, someone else's energy is not your energy and it's not your responsibility. Number three, empty yourself from the drama, from the stories, and then ask yourself, who am I? Number four, practice active breathing. Even if it's only five minutes, make that space for yourself. Number five, healing and freedom doesn't have to be so complicated. The human body has the tools to do this automatically. We just need to tap into it. Number six, no one has a clutter problem. Your disorganization is probably just an excuse to ignore why you're not doing what you actually want to do. Number seven, it can be different. It just takes one bite at a time. Number eight, keep one drawer or one closet completely empty. Invite space for something new to enter your life. Number nine, be specific about what success looks like to you. Have a clear image of what you want to do. Number 10, to grow your business and yourself, you can't do it alone. Find the support so you can focus on your zone of genius. And number 11, no suffering is impossible to overcome. There's something out there that will help you reach balance and harmony. Well, I hope you guys really took some of that to heart. I just stop sometimes and I can't believe like, how overwhelmed I can be in a moment with feeling down or how one thought will lead to like three more and then I'll start catastrophizing. And I've had this experience so many times where I force myself to sit down and meditate or I go to a class like Lily's and I realize like so much of what I'm thinking, it's not true. It's just fear. And all I really need to do is breathe and just get a little distance from some of those thoughts and and then choose which thoughts really are going to serve me and connect to this higher self this bigger consciousness and and you realize you realize that we're all just terrified like we've all been through so much in our childhoods that we have these old survival skills and we think that it's going to protect us you know we think that if we you know react a certain way or distance ourselves from someone that we won't get hurt We're just trying to protect ourselves from getting hurt. But ultimately, sometimes that's the stuff that hurts us the most. And I think that these techniques like meditation and breath work, they really help us just let go and surrender and feel what's actually going on. And I think we have to make more time for ourselves to, just like you would with a kid or if it was your own child, like you'd make space for them to talk about what's bothering them. Like, I think we have to just sometimes give ourselves some compassion and make some space and maybe have a good cry or just breathe and just remind yourself like you're doing the best that you can and you're doing great and you've been through a lot. And Stop being so hard on yourself and you're enough. Stop beating yourself up and maybe let that person in who's trying to love you because often we are 
trying to be very self-reliant so that we don't get hurt. I feel like even though those are things that are true for me, just the longer I've been on the planet, I feel like we all sort of live that same story a little bit. So I hope that that helps. Okay, time for some listener wins. Adrian posted in our Facebook group. She said, a few months ago, I decided to start an online women's lifestyle magazine about empowering women, developing a positive mindset and living a happier, healthier life. Well, I just launched issue two and it's crammed with so much more than issue one. A friend also loved what I was doing and asked if she can help me edit. It's been amazing. She is such a help and it's so great not doing this on my own anymore. There's still a lot of work and I don't know where it's going or how I will, will eventually make money from it, but hopefully that will come. Thank you, Kathy. I wouldn't have started this without your positive voice cheering us all on. Adrian. this is so cool. You guys go take a look at her website, yourbestself.card.co. That's yourbestself.card.co. And you'll see how gorgeous her website is. I'm so proud of what you're creating. I do truly believe that clarity follows action. So just keep it up and keep going because you're going to find the way to make this a full business by continuing to to do things and try things and assess and see what's working and keep feeding your audience and asking them what they want more of. And you're going to find ways of growing this. So thank you for sharing that. Okay. We have another amazing listener win from Dawn. She messaged me on Instagram. She said, hi, Kathy. I figured out how to DM in Instagram just so I could tell you that your words have had such a profound effect on my own story. I've been listening to your podcast since the first episode. You said over and over, you are the only person who can do what you do in the way you do it. And I developed a reading and writing center in a way only I could. And it's changed my whole outlook on my teaching profession. So thank you. Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. Thank you, Dawn. Thanks for sending this in. Yes, you are you and no one else. And that is your superpower. That is it for all of us. We're in our own lane. There is no competition because nobody has you. So that's your competitive advantage. So everyone go give her some love. Her website is theliteracycoach.org. Super cute. And you can follow her on Instagram at theliteracycoach1802 Elm. Thank you guys for being so amazing. I so, so appreciate each minute you spend listening to the show and telling people about it. It would mean the world to me if you could share this episode with another soul who you think needs to be reminded that there's hope and that they're enough and we need them to show up and be their true self because that's the real secret to making a difference in this world. So if you like this episode, go ahead and share it or share any of the episodes for that matter. If you want to reach out to me, come find me on Instagram at kathy.heller. I'm going to be doing another giveaway this week. I've been giving away gift cards to anthropology. So if you want to win a $75 gift card to anthropology, just come find me on Instagram and you will find the details about how to be entered into a raffle. It's super simple. All you have to do is like that post and tag a friend and make sure you guys are following me on Instagram. Super simple. I'll be giving away three $75 anthropology gift cards because it's my favorite store and I want to share with you guys the things that I love. You can also connect with our incredible community in our Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. Um, so come find me there. And I do answer every single one of the DMs that I get on Instagram. So come on over if you're going through something and you want my support or you just want to share with me something great that happened, please go ahead, DM me on Instagram at kathy.heller. I will write you back. I love you guys. You are the best and I don't take it for granted for one second. I'm going to leave you with a song of mine and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com. Spinning circles in your head